Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we got to stay hungry. Remember my dude growing up, one of my best friends growing up, he used to, when he got hungry, I used to love hearing him say, I'm hungry. Deep voice as a kid and everything. I'm hungry. You, man, you got to stay hungry. Stay hungry out here. And, and I think the enemy, the biggest enemy and threat to greatness is being good. And so probably if you're listening to this, a lot of you are already good. Because if you're taking steps to pour into yourself like this, People don't want to do this. You could have spent time listening to some your favorite music. You could have called somebody. You could have did something else, and you're choosing to invest into yourself and listen to the grindcast. So shout out to you. You already are special. So the call is, the call to greatness is, remember I think it was Marshawn Lynch used to do this, like I'm eating them up. You got to stay hungry. Stay hungry. What do you do after you get a first down? What do you? Why do you think it's so hard for team? Very rarely does a team, a football team, go out and win a Super Bowl back to back, or a team in general go out and win back to back. That's why I got so much respect for Mike Jordan and the Bulls. They went three p twice, back to back to back. I think. But it's rare that people win back-to-back because you start feeling yourself. When you're winning, when you're you're winning, people want to interview you. People want your time. People want you to do this. People want you to do that. People are taking pictures of you. People are telling you you're feeling yourself. You're good. You're not starving anymore. And, and how much of that starving feeling do you think is, is what got you this far? Of, I have to do this. How do you stay hungry when you no longer have to do this? How do you trick your mind to stay hungry? So I think I got some, I got some tips on that. And this is all off the top of my head, Stay, staying hungry. I think the tips I have on that is write down all the things in life that you would like to accomplish, all the things that you would like to do, all the things that you would like to experience, all the things you would like to do for others. And if you haven't done those things yet, the more people that you want to help, the more things you want to accomplish, the more things you want to see, the more it'll help you to keep pushing. Sometimes those things will have a dollar amount next to it. Like I want to travel the world. Well, that's nice, honey. That's nice. That's nice, buddy. That's real. It's a good thought. I like it. But it's going to cost you a lot of money travel the world where you want to stay what hotels how you want to fly there how you want to get there how much is that going to cost i want to take care of my parents when they get older that's nice that's vague what does that mean how much is that going to cost 
I want to send my kids to the best schools. That's good. Where, where do you want to live? How much is that house going to cost? What are the taxes? I want to give. I want to retire young. Good. How much is it going to cost? The, just, just ideas. But just put all the things down. That'll help you to stay hungry. I think understanding, have an understanding of the parable of the talents. And this is biblical. And I think it was an example where they, you know, don't quote me on the numbers, but I think, you know, the uh, farmer, you know, the, the God gave one person one talent. Talent was money. You know, one got one, one got five, one got ten. And then gave them some time, said to go do good with it, go multiply it, go figure out a way to do something with it. And, and, and the one that had five grew it. The one that had ten doubled it. And the one that had one buried it in the ground, buried the treasure. Didn't want to lose that one because it only had one. Kept it to himself. And so this is one that always fuels me to stay hungry is, man, if the Lord blessed you with a certain amount of ability to impact others, impact the world, and it's, and, and it's not just about you, how much more are you capable of that will impact other people in a positive way, your family and beyond, other people's families, generations, with the skill set that I've been given, the adversity that he's allowed me to go through, and, and, and survive through. I don't have a bunch of gifts, but I got a couple. The gifts that I've been given, that's why they're called gifts. I think it was given. So with the gifts that I was given, what if I bury it in the ground? Because the ones that, that the one that went and five, with five and grew it said, good job good and faithful servant. And the one that buried his in the ground, he took the one and gave it to the one that doubled up from 10 to 20. And so it's like, if you've been blessed with a gift, do you want to meet your creator, whoever you believe that is at the end of the day? And you have to sit in front of your creator and, and, and on, on account of what you did with the gifts and talents that you were given. Did you bury it? Did you, get, did you get content and complacent with what you were given? To me, that's selfish. The next one, it, you know, haters, this, this, is, this, is, this is one that really gets me going. This is, first of all, thank you if I've been able to make an impact in your life. How about you make an impact on mine right now? I'm not currently seeing any counselors. How about can I just vent to you for a minute? OK, how about. I wasn't the poorest of poor. I had the opportunity to go to Youngstown, Ursland. That's a Catholic school, played sports there. Went to some city schools in Youngstown, public schools. Also had the opportunity to go to some. Decent, you know, better schools. So it's like, man, I had an internship. Around people that went to prison for murder 
mafia folks, street folks. But then I also got around good families, healthy families that would invest into me. Better, better education than most that, that started in those circumstances. So it's like all that I feel like is, man, that's a blessing. And, and, but is it true when I say that I stood in welfare lines with my mother at McGuffey Plaza in Youngstown, Ohio for more than a couple months span, years? That's true. That's true. Is it true when I say that my house was sold for $11,000 right before I went into high school? That's true. My house was shot up. I spent some time in juvenile. That's true. But did I have a, a grandmother that, that was awesome and a grandfather that was awesome? My grandmother cut hair. My grandfather was a steel worker, then worked at the hospital. It was in the steel mills, then worked in the hospital. My mother started out minimum wage. I think it was like three bucks an hour. Worked her way up in the mall to where, where I, when I got to high school, I think she was making 70 grand, got promoted, was a regional manager for a clothing, woman's clothing store. Um, Everybody had to pitch in when it was time for me to try to get a pair of shoes or, or, or go to a basketball camp or something like that. But I'm grateful. I, I got to go to some camps. I did get some shoes. So I'm not saying I was the worst of the worst. But I'm telling you, most people that talk shit, when they say, oh, you just, you know, you got all this money and this about the money and it. They most of those people, 99.9% never been as broke as me. Never walked a mile in my shoes and probably couldn't walk a mile in my shoes. That's why I'm comfortable going down to Pittsburgh and Stowe Rocks, walking around there with the kids because I'm comfortable anywhere because I grew up in that environment. I'm more comfortable in that environment at times than I am around others. So you can't tell me that it's uh, the money and the money, get, you know, it's all about the money and the money get, you know, blah, 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 about the money. and you, know, but you ain't even been as broke as me before. So I've had, a, I've had a unique walk of life to walk in everybody's shoes. Yesterday I was with a billionaire. Two days before I was walking with a kid that had a headache and told me he doesn't have ability to drink clean water. In my youth program. In few days span. All of those I think are a blessing and a gift. And so. The way that I stay hungry. And that you can stay hungry is. It's never only been about the money. To me. People used to talk shit. People would talk shit now and say, oh, it's all about, it's all about the money for Simon. Do I like to have a nice car? Yes, I, I do. And people hate me for having a nice car. But did anybody, does anybody feel bad for me that my mother, I had to miss school a lot of times because our car would break down and couldn't make it five minutes up the road? 
Did you know that? Before you knocked me for the Rolls Royce, do you know that I rode in cars that had paper bags in the windows with my mom? She'll go interview her on it right now if you want to. She'll, she'll, everybody can back up what we're talking about. We had $1,000 cars, $2,000 cars, cars that didn't match different paint jobs, rust all over, muffler dragging. I remember our cars were so bad, we got a Chevette. It was blue and red, and it said, we were so proud of it because it was the best one we had. It said, we, we got Chevette on the top of the uh, windshield in red with a red club and me and my mom were proud as hell of that car and now I'll drive with the top down with a nice car and people will give me the finger for no reason guaranteed they never walked a mile in those shoes and so the, the way that I stay hungry is it's never only been about the money to me because I already got all the money. I don't got all the money in the world, but I got enough money to do pretty much all the things that I originally had on my goal sheet. I've been able to travel to other countries. I've been able to open up a couple youth programs, been able to retire my mom, live in a nice house, got a couple nice cars, got a business, got decent clothes, all the things that I wanted. Why do I keep pushing? It's not because it's the money. It's because it was never only about the money. It's about also, also, not, not that we didn't care about the money at all, but it's never only been about the money. And so for you, don't make it all only about the money or when you get the money, you're going to stop. If it's about others, how you could progressively move others forward the leader of the organization, the leader of the family determines the lid for everybody else. If I don't grow the organization, if I don't grow the business, then there's no, it's limited amount of room for other people to be able to grow or for us to afford to invest into our people that want to grow if the organization doesn't grow. And I think it's, it, it does, it's not all on me, but I think it starts with me and it starts with my mindset. And so I watch people get comfortable and complacent in their business. And, and, and I look at them and I, I'm like, man, that's a little bit selfish to me. You might be good. Your family might be good. But how about your people's family that you're leading that are suffering from your inability to lead because you're not passionate anymore because you got all the money? So I think all these things, as much as you could start to really dig into these things, it'll cause you to be able to stay hungry when you look at your purpose and your mission and things that you want to accomplish. It's easier to stay motivated when you got a list of a bunch of things you want to accomplish, and then it becomes harder once you've accomplished those things and people are screaming for you and telling you that you're a good job. I think another way is to humble yourself. Always give yourself a target of something that you have not accomplished. There's other people that have done it bigger, badder, stronger, faster. Who can you compete with? You did that, but did you do this? What record can you go after next? Always find these new challenges for yourself to humble yourself that other people have done 
that you need to go chase. You got to have something, somebody, a record or something that you want to do to go chase. Who are you chasing? What are you chasing right now? We got to always consistently work to do better. You got to push yourself beyond limits. I heard, uh, man, who was it that just got done saying uh, extremity expands capacity, I think was the, was the quote. And so, you know, the, the analogy to that is like if you stretch every day and you start stretching yourself to an extreme, you know, where it's a little tough for you to hold it, eventually your capacity to stretch will, stretch will go beyond. If you push yourself cardio-wise, the way to expand your lung, expand your capacity and getting in shape is to push yourself to some form of extremity. When you're lifting weights, if you bench press, the way to go beyond that is to push yourself to where you struggle and there's extremity. If you can do 10 push-ups today and you want to do 20 push-ups tomorrow, the way to be, or, or in the future, the way to get to 20 is you got to push yourself to where you there's extremity. You're shaking, you're, you're pushing. You only got one more left in you. In the struggle. And so extremity expands capacity but most people knock extremity, therefore they knock the ability for the other person to have capacity. You got to understand that, that, that to grow, you got to push yourself to extremes. Our body is meant to respond to extremes. Look, how good do they say is the sauna for you? Look at the health benefits of, of extreme heat in the sauna. Everybody is cold plunging and taking cold showers and doing cold therapy now. It's extreme. It sucks sometimes. But the extremity is how you expand your capacity. You got to stay hungry. Never settle for mediocrity. I think if you could be mediocre, you could be good, at least. Because that's just work ethic. That's just sacrifice. You got to have this mindset that you never arrive. There is no arrival. You don't slow down. You never arrive. You're either growing or you're dying. All this getting to this place of where I can just not do anything. I don't know, man. I'll tell you different if I find anything different, but I really don't think that's a, like a true real thing. I think you're either growing or you're dying. Remind yourself of what drove you in the beginning. That'll help you stay hungry. And to stay growing, it's not easy. It requires sacrifice. You got to stay hungry. You got to sacrifice. And guess what? The higher you climb, typically, the harder it is to grow. And the more separated by inches that you are. 
the opponents that you face down here as an amateur are not at the level of the opponents that you're going to face when you're number three in the world and you want to be number one in the world. Big dreams, big devils. It's not going to be easy. It's like a video game. The more levels you go up, the harder it is to grow. It's easy to go from, I can only do three push-ups to ten push-ups and triple up. It ain't easy to go from, I could do 100 push-ups to 300 push-ups in a row and triple up. It, it, it's easy if you want to lose some weight to get some weight off and get that body fat maybe down to 20%, 15%. To get under 10 eight it's difficult it may be easy to go from i'm a new person i'm bench pressing i'm a new kid i'm, I'm, I'm getting from 135 my bench press goes to 185 but when you see people go from 315 up you'll start seeing them put two and a halfs on there five pounds on there you'll see some big strong person just they're, they're good, and then you put two little small five-pound things, and that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Because the higher level you go, the more weight that you push, the harder it is to grow. The more stiff the competition becomes. And everybody becomes good. So now it's like, okay, this is why you have to, on the come up, I try not to, I feel like I nag some of the people that I develop on the come up that are currently having success on the small things because they want to ignore the small disciplines. They want to ignore the small things. And they're kicking people's ass right now. But I'm like, it's such danger for you. Because I know what this level looks like. And if you make that mistake against this fighter and you drop your hand three inches, they're going to kick your head off. You're getting away with it down here. You look good because you're an athlete. You're a beast. You're a monster. I know what the three inches off over the two inches off over here is. You're going to get choked out up here. It's the, it's the details because at the top, the top is separated by inches. And people that get to the top based off talent typically ain't used to fighting for those inches. And so over time, it's the person that had enough talent that learned to maximize it with work ethic and discipline and sacrifice that wins over the long haul. It's not easy. It requires sacrifice. To go to the next level and stay hungry. Some people lose their hunger because they, they fail. Failing. Failing is part of the journey. You got to struggle. You got to fail. So in order to stay hungry, you got to embrace failure. I watch people get failure 
and it causes them to have the opposite reaction and they say, I want to quit. I'm not hungry no more. The minute that you lose your hunger, you're done. So I want to encourage you on your journey to stay hungry, but embrace the failure. Find a way to get yourself to think bigger, think beyond. Typically, the problem is not that we're I think it was Les Brown that said, the problem is not that we aim too high and we miss. The problem is that we aim too low and we hit. That's the problem. It's hard for people to stay hungry because they're aiming too low and they're hitting. So we got to think bigger. You got to set newer goals, set bigger goals. And stay hungry, my friends. As always, any benefit to this at all? If you could do us a favor, take 30 seconds. I don't know how long it is, but take a second out. And share this with a family member or friend or somebody that you think could benefit. And if you're really feeling generous, like, comment, share as much as you can. Show us some love. We appreciate you. All right. Thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day.